0: The two buildings at 3221 and 3223 Olive Street may not currently house people or even things, but a stone's throw away from what once was a predominantly Black neighborhood raised in 1959 for urban renewal is important. They hold history, those buildings, and St. Louis University's request for a permit to demolish them has met with community outcry, which includes a protest tonight. Vivian Gibson is a member of the Mill Creek Valley Commemoration Committee and author of the memoir, The Last Children of Mill Creek. She joins us now to share what she sees as the value of those buildings on Olive and how Mill Creek Valley's historic footprint could be recognized. Vivian, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Elaine. Now, the building's slough wants to raise. They sit right across the street from the formal bounds of Mill Creek Valley. Why do you think these buildings shouldn't be
1: demolished? Well, they sit across from what I think of as the urban renewal boundaries of Mill Creek, and they're two of the last remaining uh, buildings of that community. But I think those two buildings are probably just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Um, this iceberg has been floating in uh, St. Louis since um, the middle of the last century. And um, Mill Creek Valley was um, the major acquisition by uh, St. Louis University of uh, uh, black community. Uh, and But I think this, these boundaries, these, these buildings represent what's continuing to happen Mm. to create a kind of a refuge for the students at st louis university uh the university has just taken on all of that space and anything connected to it to uh, create a kind of an institutional wall Mm. for uh the students and faculty of the community of that community and these buildings represent that continuing yeah what
0: alternatives to demolition would you like to see SLU take up that would honor Mill Creek Valley and its architecture in a meaningful way? Well,
1: certainly they're they're the last pieces of that uh, that community. So the architecture is now a symbol. Uh, so perhaps. They could be the center of of a renovation that includes affordable housing so that the people who've been displaced or continue to be displaced could have some place to live and be a part of that community, that Mm -hmm. that, uh, university community. You could easily have those two buildings with extensions that are more modern. I live in a 120-year-old building, so it's possible to renovate those buildings and maintain that beautiful architecture note St. Louis University did send us a statement
0: this morning, and it reads, SLU is committed to ensuring the long-term vitality and vibrancy of the campus and the surrounding community. In an effort to continue to improve the area around SLU's campus, the university recently... Re- recently acquired, that is, these two structures which had been vacant and boarded up for many years. It is in no one's interest for the buildings to continue to deteriorate indefinitely. While SLU applied for a demolition permit, the university is also seeking to engage parties interested in acquiring and redeveloping the properties. What do you think of that, Vivian?
1: Well, it's in nobody's interest to uh, keep those buildings. Well, I just said that they could be reuse they could be revitalized and, and uh, so that's an easy ask for uh, the university to just keep them in, in, the, in the sense that it's architecture and it's history. It's an educational institution. they should understand history.
0: Mm-hmm. When did you come to learn about this
1: request for a permit to demolish? Just recently. I think I just very just kind of routinely responded to uh, a Facebook post on it a few days ago, frankly. So I'm not part of any organized uh, protest, except I will be there. I think mm-hmm. it's important for the community to see what's happening to our community and the role that St. Louis University plays in housing and uh, of this city. It's a huge role in yeah. a university We've mm-hmm. become a university town because of the heart of the city and how the uh, uni- St. Louis University has expanded to the north, to the south, even to the west.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the Mill Creek Valley Commemoration Committee, which mm-hmm. you are a part of, mm-hmm. presented St. Louis University with the idea of a mural to memorialize the Mill Creek neighborhood. The university responded by suggesting a temporary mural at the Dog Park, Park, a sculpture park at Grand and Lindell. So we're waiting to hear back from SLU about that mural proposal. But Vivian, how do previous interactions with SLU on the whole mm-hmm. make you feel about prospects for the buildings at 3221 and 3223 Olive Street?
1: I don't have much hope for those buildings. I um, we, this commemoration committee for Mill Creek was uh, presented with a grant to uh, put together a mural, to have a mural designed. Uh, and uh, so I personally went around scouting sites that were ideal for this mural in the Mill Creek area in that boundary. And St. Louis University was ideal. Grand and Lindell is the beginning of that urban renewal footprint. So it would be ideal to have it on one of those um, buildings that have uh, spaces that would be conducive to that. When we presented the locations, we were met with, no, you can't put anything on a building. You cannot have anything permanent. It could only be temporary. And it had to be freestanding. And with a small grant, uh, half of that uh, money would probably go towards building a, a substantial a structure to put a freestanding mirror. So it was just ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a softball opportunity for St. Louis University to acknowledge the land that they're mm-hmm. on and the that's how we were met.
0: So, the protest that's happening tonight mm-hmm. is we know that there will be people there who are not necessarily connected to the organization that you're part of. Mm-hmm. What are your hopes for the protest this evening?
1: For me, I I think it's just a matter of information for people to understand that the university, being the um, nice face of progress, is has a uh, iceberg that's that's covered. And the people need to know and question what's going on with uh, the land and the land around and adjacent to uh, St. Louis University and how it's used.
0: Mm-hmm. And just in the last minute, is there anything that you recall about looking out to that area that we're talking about on Olive that people might not see now, but are really important to the, the history of that neighborhood?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, those buildings are, are the last, and they're still going. There's one at Jefferson and Market, uh, Jefferson and Olive, that's also going us, the uh, Sam Light pawn shop um our dentist my dentist was right next to to that pawn shop That along that street there were churches and and homes and so i remember them as a neighborhood and those buildings are going to be plucked out and soon there will be just nothing will be completely erased as we are primarily relate, re- erased as a community now
0: Vivian Gibson is author of the memoir, The Last Children of Mill Creek and a member of the Mill Creek Valley Commemoration Committee. The protest we were talking about will be taking place today outside 3221 and 3223 Olive Street, starting at 6.30 tonight. Thank you, Vivian, for talking with us today. Thank you. This episode was produced, recorded, and edited by Maya Norfleet.
1: Our audio engineer is Aaron Doerr. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St.
0: Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group.